in. Where did you dig up that old fossil? Going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's no moon. We're all fine here. No, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vatabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. And it's been a few weeks. We actually haven't posted on this. We've been spending more time on the media nerd side of things. Has it been a few some... weeks or just a it's... couple? What's what's the difference? Uh, two versus three. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'll have students in their papers go, there's, I hate this for this ad for a couple of reasons. And then they list ten. Uh... And, you're like, and you're like, that's not a couple. <laughs> it's been three weeks. Since we last posted an episode of Star Wars Nerds, because we did two episodes of Media Nerds the last yeah. two times. And that was because we had the Super Bowl. We had, first of all, we had the, the podcasting seminar with um, with uh, Under the Influences, Terry O'Reilly, mm-hmm. which I did. So we talked about that. And then was the Super Bowl. So we did the Super Bowl. So if you want to listen to those, you can go over to MediaNerdsPodcast.com or search up Media Nerds. Search it up, as my kids say. Search it up. Search it up. Um, and uh, yeah. we, d- we did mention in our Super Bowl ra- uh, roundup that Harrison Ford, of course, is in the Amazon ad. So there's it's not without a Star Wars reference. And we also mentioned that Harrison Ford will only now appear wearing the same gray T-shirt in That's commercials or films. So Every, it's just so as well, just it, as well they killed Han Solo off. Yes, because uh, we don't want to see Han Solo in a gray T-shirt. I just Let's don't. face no, it. No, no, not at all. Wrinkles in it. We did not get a trailer at the Super Bowl. You and I no. both thought we would. However, that doesn't stop people from speculating as to when we will actually get. Now, there's two things. There's the name reveal and the trailer, and people seem to think they will come at two different times. What do you think? Well, Star Wars Celebration's coming up. Yeah, so, that's, so we're, we seriously have to wait until April to find this stuff out? Probably. Jeez. That's what that's I'm thinking. That's kind of close. Don't you think that's like eight months out from the I think movie? They, I, think, uh, I think Disney learned from the solo marketing. I think they put a lot of stock into a Super Bowl ad last year. And that was when the movie was coming sooner okay. rather than later. And I don't think it paid off too much for them. And, uh, and I, I just think that that they're not going to do a Super Bowl ad for something coming in December. Okay. But it would have been – I think it would have been a good year to do one because there wasn't a lot of competition. True. But the other thing is uh, when you think about it, why would they put all that money into paying for space on the Super Bowl? Would They could probably just release it on their website or during one of their – ESPN games, whatever. Like, I don't know. Now that football's over, I don't know what they would do. But during the American Idol, whatever they do, it's always something connected to ABC. So they can do that, get some ratings at the show, not have to pay so much money for a Super Bowl spot, and still get as many people excited about it. Like, really, they don't need a Super Bowl ad. I Mm -hmm. kind of realize that in retrospect. They could just do it whenever they want, pretty much, and still get as much attention as they would as being part of the Super Bowl. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, well, I guess I I, I kind of agree. I think Celebration will be the time. Um, that we'll get that. So. We'll have to watch the live streaming event. I thought we were going. Aren't we going to celebration? 7 a.m. No, because Trump is still president. He hasn't uh, been impeached. He hasn't been impeached I might still yet. go. I might still go. Really? Are yeah, you still thinking, I'm about thinking about it? I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Holy. Yeah. If I can, if I can well, work. Let me, let me know what you discover in your research. No, it actually depends on my when my work schedule and, and flights and stuff. Because technically, so this is, you know, it goes for the weekend. And I would only be able to go there for a Saturday, Sunday. Fr- I have class on Friday. So if I can make it so that, because that's our last week of classes that week. There's like after that, there's nothing, and I can't skip out. I can't cut class. I can't. I can't cancel class because I'm going to Star Wars. Star Wars celebration. So I want to see if it's possible for me to hop on a plane from Winnipeg to Chicago 
Oh, of course it's possible. Well, I know, but when are the flights and what can you know? How much are hotels and that kind of stuff? That's really neat. What I need to work Has out. Has celebration sold out already? Is I don't think question. so. No. 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 Not yet. Very. They're like not for single day passes. The weekend passes, the big ones have gone, but I could buy mm-hmm. a couple single day passes for Saturday, <laughs> Sunday. And by the way, that's one of my news items here. Ian McDermott is going to be there. That was one of the new guests they announced. So the emperor himself will be at Celebration, which I'm very excited well, about. Well, I like to think of him as the butler from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. <laughs> that's right. But yeah. Okay. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's yeah. exciting. Um, who else? They also announced Mark Dodson. Has he been here? I feel like he's been here. Salacious Crumb. He he he, he made a voice of Salacious, or he brought Jabba the Hutt's cackling court jester Salacious Crumb to life and provided the vocals for other Star Wars stormtroopers and aliens. I don't know if he's the, that means he's the puppeteer or what, but would he not be the voice as well? Not necessarily. Okay, that I don't know though. So I'm looking at some of these other um, people here. The 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 uh, list of autographs. People here you can get autographs from. Um, Greg Grenberg will be there, uh, aka what's his name in the Force Awakens? Uh, I think he's playing JJ's friend. Yeah, but no. in the Force <laughs> that's Awakens, yeah, that's, that's his right. name. He's JJ's friend. Yeah. Like Jar Jar's friend. No, no. <laughs> and half the things he's been in, he's JJ Abrams' friend. That's the only reason right. he gets roles. Uh, but I like him actually. I liked him in Heroes. He was good in Heroes. Um, <laughs> I can't remember his name in, in the Force Luke, Force Awakens. Uh, Jet Lucas will be there. Uh, um, George Lucas' son, John Ratzenberger, will be there. Holy crap. That's amazing. That's a deep dive. That's a deep cut. It's a deep cut, but then, I mean. I mean, he's got other stuff, but for as far as Star Wars goes. My guess is if you go to the lineup to go see him, everyone in line will be like, can you believe we're going to see Cliff Clavin? That's right. That's right. Yeah. No, I think even in They're going to have fo- yeah. stuff from Cheers for him to autograph. Even in Star Wars fandom, I think you got to call him Cliff Clavin. Your favorite Greg Proops is, will be there. Oh, yes. Oh, I on his podcast, I'm so glad you mentioned that. On his podcast, he mentioned, he said, a lot of people don't know that I played because I'm going to be doing my first Star Wars fandom thing at Star Wars Celebration. And he goes, a lot of people don't know that I played one of the heads of the announcer in the pod race. And he goes, and a lot of people also don't know that The Phantom Menace is the most popular of all the Star Wars films. He said... <laughs> And of course, his wife died laughing in the background yeah, but, yeah. on his podcast. But it's 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 very funny. Like this is his first foray into the fandom world. Um, who else? And I'm I'm just kind of scanning this list. It doesn't look like a ton of like super big names. Like not the, the, yet. The, yeah, that's the thing. The big ones are not there yet. We don't yeah. have anybody from the current films. I guess we will get those announced. Remember soon. last time Harrison Ford was a surprise, right? Uh, wasn't uh, Jake Jake Lloyd there as well last time? Or no, was that just a rumor? I, I know is um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Anakin, Anakin Hayden, Hayden Christensen. Christensen. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I always want to say Christian Haydenson. That's the problem. Every <laughs> single time, I gotta go. I gotta. I gotta think it out before I say it. But yeah, yeah I think. Uh, but then I think I think Hayden Christensen was there because he might be in this next film. Oh but come on! Don't don't think, don't fuel speculation. You said that you thought he was going to be in the force so in the. Um... I think they shot those scenes and they're going to use them in this one. Oh really? I think so. Okay. I, but you know the Rogue One Vader stuff like that's not him, but it's oh. all pointing in that direction. I almost forgot. Thank you for saying that because it reminded me of our uh, ongoing segment here on the Star Wars Nerds podcast this week in Star Wars clickbait. What now? <laughs> talking about huh? what goodness gracious me what you're just talking about is somewhat connected this is the the headline is star wars episode 9 will a snoke insidious connection surface 
And the answer is no. No. <laughs> and the, and the, 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 here's the well, thing. If you click, that's what it says when you no, click. No, yeah, no. Well, here's I clicked on it. I'm, I cl- I do the clicking so you don't have to. And the, the, the first line is, are there connections that Star Wars fans can make between Snoke and Darth Sidious? Let us look at the facts with a few rumors sprinkled in. It's actually more of the opposite. It's a, it's look at the rumors of a few facts sprinkled in. <laughs> There's not a lot of fact. It's almost all rumor speculation. And so, I mean, this is the kind of stuff Star Wars ha- fans have fun with. But to me, I'm like, ah, oh, why? Who cares? Who cares if there's a connection or not? No. Do I, you care? Does it need to be connected to the Emperor? Well, I mean, I hate speculation disguised as news because we, specu- oh, that, yeah. we speculate all the time. Like me saying Hayden Christensen's in the next film, that's nothing from nothing. I just pulled that out and I'm like, I believe that it to be true. Why do you? Because I hope it happens. That's why. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's going to yeah. happen. And it, and. By the way, I don't have the ear of filmmakers, so I'm just speculating. And a lot of this stuff is speculation uh, disguised as news. The first point here, to begin with, we know – oh, here's how it is actually written – to begin with, we know is Snoke wore a ring made. So the the oh, good writing. Uh, wore a ring made from obsidian found on Mustafar, the same place Sidious rescued a burning Anakin Skywalker. Like anybody can't have a ring from Mustafar. Like you know, is it, is that maybe maybe that's their major trade? Maybe that's what they. What else can they do on a lava planet? Obsidian has to be their their main export. I I I guarantee. That's it. where De Beers has its headquarters. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It just it just pumps those things out. <laughs> By the way, I heard that they pump those things out like crazy, but they only release a few to the market. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. So, again, this is just kind of a ridiculous uh, headline and, and article. And I hope nobody reads this and thinks it's real. I hope nobody reads this and puts any kind of, of uh, faith in it because mm-hmm. it's so much, so much rumor in here. It's not even funny. Yeah. So. And, and and I've been noticing in uh, there's a lot of that stuff, of course, on um, Flipboard, our favorite. Um, and because it because it basically – uh, reaches out into the internet and then gives you the headlines. And so, uh, and by the way, Google uh, Google Alerts does the same thing, yeah, yeah. where you can get like a, a collection of stuff. But I was looking at the um, at uh, this is your bit here, but I was looking at Flipboard today. Go ahead and hang on, please. I'm gonna you give, I'm gonna give you. The, oh yeah, do I ever? Um, oh yeah, this is classic. We're gonna talk about like there's a leak about. Um, Concept art or whatever. Uh, this and, and this is so good. Design. Hang on. Let me just let me just get to the. So the headline is um, episode nine leak shows that Hux joins the resistance. <laughs> okay, that's huge, right? That is the biggest news. Oh, okay, man. so hang on. Let me go to the. Vi- let me let me. Okay, I've already pushed to the bottom of the article. Right at the bottom of the of the article. Correction. This article, a previous version of this article, confused Dominic Monaghan with a Dom Hall Gleason. That headline is completely invalid. <laughs> yeah, but let's just keep it there. Yeah, let's just keep yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Oh, my God. Because it's more, more interesting. So oh, that's, me, that's better. That's the best one. Yeah. That's I, the best one yet. Well, I thought it was a combination. It's the combination of a bullshit headline. Proven to be false, and them acknowledging that they mix something up, but leaving it. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh, so, maybe they'll so, change it later today. <laughs> doesn't matter. It doesn't too matter. Late. It's too late. It's out there. That's the problem with a lot of internet uh, content is that you can put out whatever you want, and if somebody sees a version of it, I saw it now. I saw someone posted that Henry Winkler had died. What? It was on the weekend. Somebody posted that. I'm like, no way. And it was it was absolutely false. But there was a rumor going around that Henry Winkler died. It's like, come on. 
we know. go through these every now and yeah, again. Where there's always Morgan Freeman keeps coming up as somebody that people think <laughs> Morgan is Morgan Freeman. Um, anyway, okay, the, yeah. the good thing is he's recorded narration for any possible documentary. <laughs> That's right. So if he dies, they say, they have it in the can. They've got a computer AI program with his voice that can pretty much just say anything <laughs> you want it to say, and it'll it'll work. They've imagined all creatures that can march, and they've got his voice recorded for those creatures, That's right. so they can do sequels. Uh, so let's talk about these leaked photos. Uh, and this came up. Can you talk a little bit about where these came from? That uh, well, this the classic. Here they are on Reddit. Right. I think that's where they started. Uh, but first of all, who I, knows? I do want to talk about the layout of this image. Like they've sent this image out with all these different. I think you can click on these individually. I don't know if you can or not. I guess the, uh, we should flag this as potential spoiler well, for people. Well, I would say, yeah, I guess so. This, this is a little but more. But Hux le- does not join the resistance, no. according to this photo. This is a little more legitimate yeah. than Hux joining the resistance. So there is yeah. some possibility of truth. But even if there is, I don't see see these as spoilers because it's basically just looking at costumes. It's people modeling costumes and makeup. to te- It's like yeah. screen testing it, right, to make sure That's it looks right. good on camera. So we have, uh, first of all, the image I have has a bunch of these. You can see, like, it's just got a bunch of these little tiny things in this horrible blue font. And they've got blue on black, which looks awful. I, I, ju- can, I can just barely read it. Does it look as distorted on your screen as it does it on does. the phone? It does. Yeah, it looks yeah, very okay. distorted. Yeah, absolutely. So like they've got these things put together. Yeah, somebody stretched the yes. image. Yeah, so they would all fit into this one. I think it's meant to fit on a phone, like the way you, it looks on your phone where it fills the screen. So it's very narrow on my, my laptop. Yeah. So we have things like uh, new alien concept art. Uh, okay, who cares about that? All right, yeah, big deal. Richard E. Grant as a first off, first order officer. Okay, we figured he was going to play that. Like, we didn't, that's not a spoiler. We knew, he, I, we both thought he was going to play yeah. a first order officer. Dominic Monaghan as residence, or is, oh, sorry, resistance officer. So again. And there he is standing there. We thought we so thought, what? We thought Dominic Monaghan would be on yeah. the side of the resistance. And he's got wearing brown pants. Yeah, Who cares? Ooh, oh my God, <laughs> and uh, sensible loafers. F, new alien. Like half of these are new alien. That One of them is like yeah. alien that bugs BB-8 uh, <laughs> or that annoys BB-8. Like, come on. it's This is like so stupid that this is even getting any traction. People are excited about this stuff. Adventure Poe. New alien mask. Horned pilot. New alien. Old Lando. New alien costumes. It's This is what the list says. This is ridiculous. The weird thing. Okay, so when I first saw this, I was super excited because there is Lando. Mm. And you're like, whoa, it's him. It's Lando. Yeah. But when you look at it, what it actually looks like, I don't know. What do you think? It, to me, it looks like, yes, it's old Lando. But did they just Photoshop his head on the outfit from... The solo a Star Wars story? Does, I mean, I can't or is that the actual? Well, he wouldn't be wearing the same outfit in both films. I mean, he's got to be wearing a cape, right? Right, but but is this this is the one from Solo, isn't it? I don't know that it is. The yellow shirt? I don't know. Yellow shirt, tan chinos, <laughs> brown loafers. No, <laughs> I don't. I really don't know. But it also does not look like um, Billy D. Williams currently, because Billy D. Williams, unless they're going to put some, uh, give him, um, no, you know, give him a. His hair. head does, no? Well, he's got less hair than that, unless they gave him a... Gave him a wig? Wig or something, but uh, he doesn't have that much hair anymore. So I don't know what they're going to do with that. Maybe they will give him a little bit of a hair piece to, to fill that out, but it could be any... And from my perspective, it could be anybody, because it's so distorted, and yeah. it, it really doesn't matter. Um, and you know, all these aliens look very cool, but they just look like aliens. Like, this is what Star Wars is. Half of them are... The new aliens come along every... It's like the... Every single film has a huge amount of new aliens so they can sell a bunch of new figures and that kind of stuff. So that's just goes with the territory. There's just one thing that's worth noting here, I would say, and that is 
Um, remember when Kylo smashed his mask? Yeah. Well, he put it together with some bad adhesive. Because <laughs> it appears to be. Why? Why does he need to? He doesn't need that well, anymore. clearly the adhesive uh, illustrates the Mustafar lava flow, don't that's you right. know? Yes, that's right. Somebody, I'm sure, is saying that. But, uh, yeah, so this is not. Uh, this is not heavy, heavy, spoilery stuff, I would say. I mean, I'm super pumped to see Billy D. Williams in the role of Lando again. But as I say, there's something not right about this photo. I, I just, the part of the problem is it's distorted. And um, it wouldn't surprise me to find out that this was a test shot with uh, um, Solo from a, yeah, from a Star yeah. Wars, Solo a Star Wars story and not the upcoming movie. Maybe not. Hard to tell. Hard to tell yeah. in this blurry image. Yeah, it is. I don't know. And I'm looking at my phone, so which makes it even Right, smaller. but it's not much better on my computer. So either way, it's not a great image. So this kind of stuff, I mean, I don't know. And the person who posted it on Reddit, I mean, said that he got it from a, a good source who has provided information that has, has come to pass. So basically, it's somebody who's reported something to him, and then it's come to pass. So, the, so they've been right in the past. Yeah. But again, I don't think there's a lot of actual information here. It's just basically images of possible things i could start a rumor because there's a see, see ray there in her outfit yep. it's white she's getting married <laughs> to poe hey, to poe oh to poe i think there's going to be a, actually this is a legit uh, uh theory i have yeah. i think they were they're planting the seeds of a romance between ray and poe at the very end of the last jedi they said, "Oh, I'm Poe. I'm like when they meet oh you think that's kind of uh, giving her the eyes i think he's he's, he's like, like hello hey you're impressive. Like he's very impressed with her strength and her ability, and I think that there's gonna. But but I think I don't think there's enough time in one movie to do that. So I I think that you know it's they shouldn't they shouldn't do that, but they might. I think one of the weird things about the about this current trilogy is the way that they've sort of hedged their bets. Like in Force Awakens, they hedged their bets a lot in retrospect. Yeah. Yep. Where it's like, is she? Is Finn and Ray the gonna be the couple? Is Poe and Ray gonna be the Poe and Finn gonna be the couple? <laughs> well, like all they of certainly that. have a bromance. That is absolutely the case. Right, but but it's really like you could make the case for BB-8 and Finn. You could make the case for BB-8 and Poe. Like BB-8 and Poe, he gives so, he gives BB-8 a big hug when he sees him in the Last Jedi. We do not go all in on uh, on who's who's interested in whom, and even in the Last Jedi, you could read that into it. But there's not there's there's very little that's a given so far in terms of that. Whereas in Empire Strikes Back is where we found out that the uh, romance was between uh, Han and Leia. Han and Leia. Yeah, and, and I, get, I don't think yeah. that was something that they planned out. Although mm-hmm. I think George Lucas did say that, but I don't think they knew because they had that awkward kiss between uh, Luke and Leia as mm-hmm. they swing across there. And I think originally that was going to be the plan that Luke and Leia were going to be the the couple. But yeah. I like the idea of flipping it out. I like uh, flipping it up. I like the idea of, of making it Han and Leia. I also like the idea of they're not necessarily being a couple at all in this. Yeah. Like, they don't have to have any type of romantic relationship with anybody. Well, it might seem. Oh, you know what? Sure, it's Rose and Finn. That's the re- relationship. Rose and Finn. Right. That's the that's the relationship. But I still think Finn should have like plowed his speeder right into that thing. <laughs> you said the word plowed. I'm like, where are you going with this, Kenton? He should, oh, hell, well. <laughs> this is like Monty Python. Yeah, she has large <laughs> tracts of land. <laughs> There's wink, a little bit of that. Say no more. Um, Say no more. Wink, 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 wink. Um, but uh, but I thought uh, uh, like. Even that in the Last Jedi scene, like when they kissed, 
seemed like it seemed construed. It didn't seem well, like it a came natural, out of nowhere to me, right. to be honest. It Just like her speeder, yeah. it came out of nowhere. Right. It so. did not seem like a natural part of the plot. And I think that's what concerns me about episode nine. If there's suddenly like you could what what are you going to see in the credits? After a long time of flirting with Poe, <laughs> they that they're finally getting married. Dot dot dot. And we cut to like the <laughs> wedding in the first scene. Like like you, I don't know. I think I think um, they got to be careful with that. Okay. There cannot be. And then there's that whole group of Star Wars fans that wants the Kylo Ren and Ray to become an item. Well, you wouldn't like that because like, you think they're brother and sister. So I, I still believe. Yeah, that I know that, you do. What, why else is she finishing Han Solo's sentences for him? And Force <laughs> Awakens. Come on, it's garbage. If that's the case, then then they're just throwing red herrings at us in the Force Awakens. So uh, let's see what happens. But I do. I still think I still believe that they will follow the thread of the expanded universe and there being twins. Whether Leia, I, I do believe Leia would would maybe know that. But I don't think that uh, it's necessarily something Han Solo would have known. So, True. If, so, they, if yeah. they were estranged or something, yeah. if they did not, if, if maybe. Uh, Maybe he wasn't around, but I don't. I just don't see Leia keeping that from him. It's the old to protect, to protect them. Remember, I don't know. Separate the twins to protect them. That's what they said in. From uh, who though? From who? When when they're born, there's nobody left, right? Or maybe mm-hmm. Snoke was around. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I hey, they can come up with any backstory that they want, probably. Right. But I, I just think that I don't think they're the same age. Like I think Adam Driver is a lot older than than. Uh, right, but that's okay. That's yeah. that's uh, that doesn't necessarily change it. I don't think, and, and I don't think they're necessarily twins. But okay. I do think that they are of the same genes. Let's put it that way. They're of the, they're same, wearing, they're genetic the same genetic material. Oh, okay. They're wearing, they're wearing the Levi's? same Levi's jeans. Okay. With the red tab. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but well, I but I do think there has to be some relation there. I don't think it's going to be romance. I think it'll be relation through blood. That's I, what Star Wars is about. Yeah, I think so. And I don't think again. I don't think they were uh, as people are shipping them as as they say. As the kids say these days, we used to put someone in a relationship together. They're that's shipping what they them. Say? Yes, that's what they say. They're shipping uh, Kylo and uh, and Ray. Kylo Ray. Mm-hmm. I think that's the name. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to just be awkward if that's the case later on. Um, yeah, but so but it would Luke, be interesting. Would Luke be interesting. and Leia, most no, people if, thought if, was if, the romance. Yeah, but we know that that wasn't that mm-hmm. that was then. That was without pining out. Now we know what happened there, and and they again they should not try to mimic that. They should do something different. So I think it would be interesting if they did indeed have a, a romantic relationship and still be on the opposite sides of the force like they are. Right? Mm-hmm. Like she genuinely thought that he was going to turn back to the light side mm-hmm. after they after he killed Snook, but no, he just wanted more dark side power for himself. So that was a nice twist. That's part of the reason. I like that movie is that I was not expecting that. And so, but if they continue to be drawn to each other and they continue to, you know, maybe fall in love or whatever, I think that would be a really interesting dynamic. I think that I wouldn't mind seeing that. Well, I guess, I mean, the story's written. So, so I guess so. nothing I can so, do about it now. Right. Uh, so there's nothing any of us could do about right. it, but I hope, I, I just hope that it does not come off as being like so construed as to, uh, like one of the things that sort of bugged me about J.J. Abrams' Force Awakens the first time was sort of this playing cards co- close to your vest, not revealing anything uh, of substance, and then kind of, uh, kind of uh, the you know, light fan service if you want to call yeah. it that, like sort sort of like mimicking the first Star Wars film to a degree that I think a lot of people couldn't help but point it out. 
So, you know, we don't want that. We don't want another uh, Return of the Jedi. No. We've had it. We've got that. Right. So give us something new. Cool. No more Death Stars <laughs> for now. Hey, do you think there will be one? No. No. We're, we're done with them we're for done now. With them. Yeah, done with Death Stars. Good. Okay. Uh, last story I want to talk about before we leave. Uh, I didn't know this. You might have known this, being the Star Wars nerd that you are. But we almost had Orson Welles as Darth Vader. Yes. Did you know that? I, yes, I, I did hear that. I just saw this article today, and I didn't know. I did not know that. It's not just today. clickbait. It's true. It's, it's true. This is yeah. something that uh, actually happened. So at the time, uh, in the mid seventies, um, James Earl Jones had not done a lot of work. He was in his first part was a bit part in uh, Doctor Strange Love, mm-hmm. and he had a little bit of work here and there. But he was not widely known as an actor the way he is now. You know, and, and certainly Star Wars helped him get there. But other stuff he's done as well helped. Like his voice is so iconic. Um, but yeah, for a time, Luke George Lucas was had a choice between James Earl Jones and Orson Welles, and I think that's a really interesting choice because I don't know that Orson Welles would have been that bad of a choice. No, he'd be fine. I have here. I want to list play this. This is. The only voice work that I'm aware of that Orson Welles did was for the Transformers movie. 19, oh, 1986, right. he was Unicron. So let's listen to a little bit of that. Um, I love this movie, by the way. So good. Megatron. So he, they're getting sucked into Unicron. Welcome, Megatron. said that I am Unicron show yourself I have summoned you here for a purpose nobody summons Megatron then it pleases me to be the first all right I'll leave that it's such a good I mean it's a really good voice I would even go so far as to say it sounds like he's been inspired by Darth Vader. Could be, yes. This this came much later. This came about a decade after the first Star Wars film. Pretty good. I think it's great. I mean, and again, this is is actually his last, very last role before he died. He did this, and that was it. Wow. So, so yeah, I think it would have been an interesting choice. Do you think it was a budgetary choice? Because think about where who Orson Welles was. At the time, and James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones was a, a not a very well-known actor. Orson Welles had had created mm. the best film ever made, which was, but he was a, also viewed as a bit of a washout back then. Like he yeah. did not, he kind of fallen out of favor in Hollywood in the seventies. Yeah. So I just think it's an interesting idea, of like what, like which I'm sure that Orson Welles would have cost them more, but would they have paid it? Well, but they had Peter Cushing in there. They had Alec Guinness, so it wouldn't go so. Like, you could argue that those two were over the hill a bit as well. Well, Alec could, Guinness, though. Uh, I maybe mean, not Alec, but Peter Cushing was mainly known for those vampire movies. Right. He was never really a mainstream actor. So, but yeah. Alec Guinness, I mean, yeah, he, he was a really well-regarded actor. But again, he was he was getting up there, and and mm-hmm. from what we hear, was never really on board with the thing in the first place. Like he kind of made jokes about it the whole time. So, I don't know. Yeah, I think I don't think uh, either one of those is a bad choice. But of course, now James Earl Jones is iconic. Yes. So, uh, and Orson Welles ultimately, of course, died pretty quickly. Right. And um, so they made the right choice. James Earl Jones still with us, still now, still voicing him. So here's how that would have worked. I'm trying to think of, okay, think about Darth Vader in all three of the original movies, only in as Darth Vader in The Revenge of the Sith as far as the new ones go. And by that time, we'd had a bunch of video games and, and animated stuff and all kinds of stuff with Darth Vader. We have even more now. We, of course, we do know Matt Sloan, our friend from Blame Society Films, who does some of that voice work as Darth Vader. 
But um, but James Earl Jones can still voice Darth Vader if necessary. In Rogue One, he voiced Darth Vader. So, yeah, what would they have done if it had been Orson Welles and Orson Welles died? Would they have had somebody else doing the voice? Probably, I guess. Hey, you can have someone else do that. Yeah. If they, get, if they can get somebody else to do Kermit the Frog after Jim Henson dies, they can get somebody else it to do it. It still doesn't sound right to me. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it, it doesn't. still bugs me. Oh, man, me too. I was, I remember Just the, a little off, you the know? The first time I heard Kermit the Frog after he died, I was like, that's not him. No. That's not Kermit the Frog. What are, you t- what are you doing? I know. I was like, what? We're supposed, you know, like when you squint and you can kind of tell yourself that someone looks like someone else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the same thing. What are you supposed to do? Squint your ears so that you're, it's like, it's close. <laughs> it's almost. Yeah. So, anyway. So, yeah, I thought that was an interesting fact. I did not know that. Did not know that about Orson Welles. No, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I love Orson Welles. I do as well. Again, I, I highly recommend that documentary, um, uh, They'll Love Me When I'm Dead. Which was, still, tr- which was true. I still have it in okay. uh, in my, it's a very good my Netflix queue. I still have not seen the film, his final film. I don't remember what it's called. Something about wind. Wind beneath my wings? No, it's something something like that. That's um, also on Netflix. The wind beneath my wings? Oh, yeah. no, his film. His film, right? Which one are we talking I'm about? I'm talking about the, the, um, the, the final Orson Welles movie that I'm forgetting the name of right now. Oh, because there's the... There, well, there's a there's a couple that he didn't complete okay. and have the, both since been completed. Like I had, uh, oh, I can't remember what it was. I remember my father gave me a DVD once of a half completed Orson Welles film, and it was cool. It was really neat, but I don't recall the name of it. Other side of the wind is the one I'm thinking of. Okay, the other side of the wind was his final movie. Mm-hmm. Never finished it. That's probably the one. Maybe that's it. Probably it. Had uh, uh, John Landis, I think. No, not John Landis. Sorry. It's been too long for me to remember. Shot in Brazil or something. Is that, does oh, that sorry. ring a bell? John Houston. Yes. So, shot where? In Brazil or South America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's then it. That's the yeah, one I'm that's thinking. The one. Yeah. So, yeah, it was John Houston, uh, Peter Bogdanovich, Susan Strasberg, and... Oja Kodar, Kodar, who was uh, who was Wells' wife at the time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's what the documentary is all about, is the making of that movie. And then they actually have the movie itself. Someone finished it and put it on Netflix. So that's on Netflix as well. So if you want to have an Orson Welles-a-thon this weekend, that's what you can do. Or just watch. What do I watch for Orson Welles? I would actually watch a movie about Orson Welles rather than watching an Orson Welles movie. I would actually <laughs> rather watch RKO 2A1 or... Uh, me and Orson Welles, which are two films about him that are really good, then watch, you know. Uh, yeah, but 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 Citizen, Citizen Kane, Kane and the Magnificent Ambersons. You can't uh, go those wrong. Are, yeah, but I mean, I can't. I've only seen those each of those films once. Oh. I can't go back to them. It's not the kind of movie you can rewatch. Yeah, what are you talking? Citizen Kane is the only movie you could rewatch that way because because of the storytelling well, technique, <laughs> it appears to be new every time. That's right. There's things in the movie that that take place differently than you remember them, but you would know because you've only I've watched, only watched it once. once. <laughs> there we go. All right, fine. I'll watch. I'll watch. I'll watch Citizen Kane. I, oh, I watch Citizen Kane once every couple of years. Do you really? Okay. Oh yeah, you okay. got to do it. Okay. There's all kinds. Roger Ebert used to do a shot by shot analysis of Citizen Kane oh, wow, with groups of people, and then basically the way he'd do it is you, you put the film in, and anyone can yell stop whenever they want. Oh. They'll stop, and then so he would do that, and then he he would show things, including the, the scene where the crow goes, Grah! and you can see through his eye for a second. Yeah, yeah. And um, at the beginning of the movie, when the camera swoops down, you can actually see the gate separating so that the camera. Yeah, yeah. Swoops through. So it's a, it's a bunch of all of that stuff, all the cool stuff well, that then, you don't see the first way through. Maybe I'll have to watch it again. Oh, and Ebert did a commentary as well on one of the DVDs. I, I think I have that DVD. I'll have cool. to look for it. 
So well worth it. Do it. Watch it again. Watch it again. <laughs> In celebration of Orson Welles almost being Darth Vader, watch Citizen Kane. Oh, it's so good. Okay. That's going to do it for this episode of Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vatabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you in the ass.